Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Let's light it up. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. It is Thursday. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And it's probably clear now that one of my number one targets is establishment Republicans, rhinos, phonies, backstabbers, betrayers, traitors. And that's why I'm constantly in attack mode on these establishment Republicans. And what bothers me so much is that they are constantly using a lie, a fake narrative. They're peddling lies, wrong information, putting spin to confuse our own people and our own team and to work against our own side. You know, crazy liberals and insane liberals are bad enough, but you understand because they're transparent about who they are. They're crazy liberals and leftists and they... They hate conservatives and they hate America. And that's always the case with flagrant evil. What really is upsetting is the Judases in the world, the Benedict Arnolds, the one who have a false pretense, just like the Pharisees in the Bible. You remember that? You know that? Hypocrites. They have the false pretense of sincerity and devotion and commitment that you're on, they're on your side and then they stab you in the back. And... And actually, the, the establishment Republicans right now, with their, with their obsession with loathing Trump, they are becoming more and more transparent that they're a bunch of phonies, even though they don't necessarily want to be seen that way or they don't think it's coming across that way. It is so transparent and so obvious that they are not conservatives and they're obsessed with hating Donald Trump. And again, I'm right, thehill.com. So this must have been, yeah, this was on Monday. So after January 6th, monkey court, show trial court, that stupid, ignorant committee that has not the authority to do anything, although did just violate the Constitution by calling for an indictment and recommending prosecution of Donald Trump because it's essentially a bill of attainder which Congress is not permitted, according to the Constitution, is prohibited from issuing. Despite all of that, in response to this January 6th criminal referral of Trump, Mitch McConnell, Republican leader, rushes to the microphone. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, on Monday issued a terse response to the House January 6th select committee's decision to refer criminal charges against former President Trump to to the Justice Department. Look at how sanctimonious, pious, dripping with anti-conservative hate and disgust are in these words, and it's so frustrating, and yet it's, it's gratifying in this one sense that they expose themselves. They expose themselves. And... I'll, I'll try not to overdo the Mitch McConnell impersonation, but 
it's it's tempting and it comes natural because as I said, he's marble mouthed. He's he he's just so hard to listen to. The entire nation knows who is responsible for that day. Beyond that, I don't have any immediate observations. You don't have any immediate... Can I read that again? The entire nation knows who is responsible for that day. Beyond that, I don't have any immediate observations. Beyond that, what? Indicting our... The, 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 the most recent former president who is a Republican, essentially the leader of our party, the United States president, Donald Trump, massively popular... Most popular Republican ever. Supported by the entire Republican MAGA base. And you don't have any immediate observations other than completely indicting him and accusing him with, with uh, very generic, vague speech. The entire nation knows who's responsible for that day. Who, Mitch? Republican establishment just loves this. This phony narrative lie that Trump is responsible for January 6th. McConnell said in a statement reacting to the House panel, voting to refer four criminal charges against Trump to prosecutors in connection to his role in the January 6th attack in the U.S. Capitol. There, Trump had no role in the January 6th attack. The committee, made up of seven Democrats and two Republicans, once again, backstabbing Republicans, recommended the Justice Department investigate Trump for inciting insurrection, obstructing an official proceeding, conspiring to defraud the United States, and conspiring to make a false statement, all of which is false. The panel also recommended a formal ethics investigation of the role that House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, and several allies, Representatives Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, Scott Perry, Republican Pennsylvania, and Andy Biggs, Republican Arizona, played on January 6th and in the days before. So, proving my point, that these establishment traitors aren't just going after Trump, guys. It's not just replace Trump with DeSantis and this will all go away. They're going after Republicans in Congress right now over this. Guys who are considered more moderate, like McCarthy. Because it's not about Trump. It's about us. It's about the conservatives. It's about the base. It's about attacking us and destroying us and shutting us up and kicking us out and making us go away, erasing us permanently. McConnell's statements responding to the action on the other side of the Capitol was bolder than those from some members of his leadership team. Republican Senate, retiring Senate Republican Policy Committee Chairman Roy Blunt from Missouri said he had no idea of the details. Incoming Senate Republican Conference Vice Chairwoman Shelley Moore Capito from West Virginia, Republican, said, I never heard of Congress instructing the Justice Department in that way. She said the committee's work was obviously politicized. Thank you, that's good. But where is the Republican, as I've said numerous times, worth his weight and the air that he's breathing and the space that he's taking up, saying this is a complete scam. There should be a, there should be a committee investigating the January 6th committee. There should be a committee investigating Nancy Pelosi, who it's been shown numerous times intentionally denied security for the Capitol building that day that Trump was asking for in the form of thousands of troops, National Guard, whoever, to protect the building because Trump was concerned about this. There should be investigations into these traitors and there should be Republicans calling for that, but they just go either like Mitch with this stupid, vague statement 
sarcastic statement. We all know who is responsible. Just shut up. Can I say that? I can't take it. I know I'm not supposed to name call. I won't name call. But these guys are gutless. They are, listen, castrated Republicans. And I can say that. I'm not, I'm not being crass. They are, they are effeminate. They have no spine, no ability to stand up to this because they're in bed with the power-hungry deep state, and they want it. They want the money. They want the power. They want the influence. They want to stay in power, and Trump disrupts all of that. So going neutral and being like, oh, I'm not sure about this, like Roy Blunt or uh, Senator Capito, is not acceptable. You have to go on the attack. McConnell denounced Trump on the Senate floor in February 2021, all the way back right after the protest at the Capitol. McConnell was already grandstanding a month after it to take the opportunity to bash Trump after the former president was acquitted on the impeachment charge of inciting an insurrection. So Trump got acquitted after he was president, after he was impeached, after he was president. Yet McConnell still had to run to the mic and thrash him. There is no question that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of that day, McConnell said. Again, shut up. This is, this is, it's a lie. And you're supposed to be a Republican pushing this narrative. This is McConnell's words after he voted to acquit the president on the technical grounds that he no longer held the office. Since then, McConnell has regularly declined to comment when asked what responsibility Trump bore for spreading the unsubstantiated belief that the 2020 presidential election was stolen. What do you mean? This is the Hill. So this is, this is establishment malarkey, establishment propaganda. What do you mean unsubstantiated belief? The very much substantiated belief that the 2020 president election, presidential election was stolen. And it's not just McConnell. All of these establishment are just... Are, are just foaming at the mouth, drooling at the potential, at the opportunity to run to the mic and decry Trump and all the conservatives and continue stringing along this stupid narrative about the January 6th insurrection. Washington Examiner, new Twitter files detail the FBI's relationship with company leadership. So along the lines of this obvious truth that the 2020 election was stolen, was rigged, and that the deep state federal government and intelligence community was working with the media and big tech to change the narrative, to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, to destroy Trump and make sure he didn't win a second term. We've got these new Twitter files. Listen to this. Former FBI general counsel James Baker, who helped orchestrate the Russian collusion fake news story about Trump in 2016 and 2017. He went over to work for Twitter. Former FBI general counsel responsible for the Russian collusion fake news story goes and works for Twitter, I think around 2018. The FBI maintained constant contact with Twitter to the point of sharing temporary top secret security clearances. So the FBI was giving security clearances to Twitter. The company also had several ex-FBI members on staff, not just James Baker, but many ex-FBI members on staff, and had open channels to communicate with the agency in the weeks before the 2020 election. The FBI, all of this is showing that the deep state was literally working with a private company to affect the news, to, to censor, 
to arrest free speech, to control the news to affect the election. The FBI opened a, quote, virtual war room with Twitter in September 2020 to handle election misinformation. The channel was a one-way communication from the FBI to Twitter and included representatives from the Department of Homeland Security and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Do you hear that? They created a virtual war room communicating from the FBI info to Twitter and had government representatives on it. Some of this information that they forwarded included the FBI sending documents related to Russian hacking group APT-28. So they're sending sensitive information. Oh, but nobody's going to raid their houses. Nobody's going nobody's to raid these FBI officials, intelligence community officials, to find out if they shared top secret classified information. No, you'll raid a private citizen's house, a former president, on your spurious claims to justify your stupid fake narrative. The Epic Times had this to say about it. In the weeks and months leading up to the 2020 election, Twitter was under increasing pressure from the FBI. One Twitter exec said this, we have seen a sustained, if uncoordinated, effort by the intelligence community to push us to share more info and change our API policies. So the intelligence community pushing Twitter to share info. They are probing and pushing everywhere they can, including by whispering to congressional staff. Another revelation from Monday's disclosures was that by the end of September 2020, the FBI and Twitter had set up an encrypted messaging network for communications and had agreed to create this virtual war room for the FBI and other intelligence agencies. So encrypted messaging so they could secretly communicate. What is this? Guys, is this... Is this the KGB in Soviet Russia? The Gestapo in Nazi Germany? This is what's going on in America right now. Encrypted messaging between secret services and a private company to censor speech and control American politics. Additionally, emails revealed that between October 2019, listen to this, and February 2021, the FBI paid... Twitter employees, the FBI paid Twitter employees more than $3.4 million for their time, funneling money to Twitter to gain influence and advantage. Two observations from these Twitter files. Number one, and I don't want to sound above it all, but no kidding, no kidding that this was going on here. I almost don't want to report on the Twitter files because it's so obvious that this was going on. We've all been screaming it since 2020. And it's not just here, make no mistake, it's also with Facebook, it's also going on with Google, YouTube, Instagram, and all of social media and big tech, and the mainstream media, this kind of collusion. You want to look for collusion, it's not Russia collusion, it's collusion between the deep state, the intelligence community, the United States executive branch, which has been weaponized against American citizens colluding with the mainstream media and big tech and social media to crush free speech, censor the media narrative, and influence and direct election results to corrupt our elections. And number two, it confirms that all of these traitors are embedded in the government. Guys, James Baker 
responsible for helping peddle that Russian collusion story that they impeached Trump over, that, that they used to beat him with for how many years, still going on with that. This guy went over and worked for Twitter. And it was just not, it wasn't just him. There were many, many corrupt officials coordinating with Twitter and big tech and the media. And it shows that these people are embedded in our government, like James Comey, who Trump fired, which initiated the special investigation on him over the quote-unquote alleged Russian collusion scandal. I believe James Comey back in the 70s was an avowed self-proclaimed Marxist or communist, something like that. Here's my point. These traitors, these communists, these Marxists are embedded in the government. You go all the way back to the 40s and 50s, the era of McCarthyism, and U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy was right when he was warning us 70 years ago that the Soviets and the Marxists and the communists are embedding themselves in our government. The far left has been has been reaching into the U.S. government and infiltrating for decades. And now we're seeing, after a generation, what it looks like. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. It's the elites against us, and we've got the Constitution on our side.